Okay, so it's week two hey. of our podcast series. Yeah, we made it. Thank you for coming back. And uh, more importantly, can we just start off by saying today is Paul's birthday? Yes. How old are you, love? 30. Jesus. Four. No, you're not. You're 35. No, I'm not. 34. 35. I'm 34. 2020. You were born. Fuck, I'm 34. All right. Well, I know how old okay, do you know what? Let's start an argument. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so yeah, let me just take this opportunity to say happy birthday to you. Thank you, you very I'm much. I'm not going to sing because I, we want to kind of keep the readership and listenership, don't we? So probably for the best. Yeah. Um, so week two, how have you been on your diet? How's it been? How are you finding it? <sighs> We're coming to the end of all the Christmas crap. <laughs> We've had our final cheese board. <laughs> we have. We have. And it was it was a good one. It was a good cheese board. Didn't I was tra- thinking with these cheese boards, just have a board full of Wensleydale. Get rid of the rest. I just want a wooden board, I will, shrink wrap, to I six blocks of Wensleydale. I will kill you if you carry on with that cheese attitude. Do you remember when we went to Morrison's that time? <gasps> went to the cheese counter. And we're like, we just want a wedge of Wensleydale with cranberry, please. And she gave us the entire wheel. And she just didn't. She just did not give a fuck. She, we, she was, she was living her dream that day. And but the best we, was, she cut off a wedge, put that on the scale, <laughs> printed off the label, pushed it back into the wheel, and stuck the label on. She great. did, she did, and she's now in prison. So it's <laughs> a, a great, it's a great story. That was the Morrison's in Biker, where there was a woman walking around with a fag on. We absolutely, <laughs> we absolutely. I'm going to say this right now. We absolutely can't say that. So let's. Uh, Why not? Because we can't. Because we can't. Bite but. Yeah, so week two, the week immediately after starting the diet mm-hmm. is always difficult because you start off with good intentions and you realise you've got eight tins of Quality Street left. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I am not leaving chocolate. You know, it's, there's no point. There's no, you've got you've got to have these things. This period after Christmas as well, I think people rely too much on reheating stuff, mm-hmm. party food, yeah. microwave stuff, crap. When was the last time we had some food that wasn't beige oh. at this point? Or in individual tiny portions. <laughs> where it says time 60 on the box. And it's like, yay, 30 chicken Kievs for each person. Did the purple quality streets count? They always count. Mm, they well, this right. episode is called But I Can't Cook. So this is where we're going to encourage you to get out into your kitchen, start cooking some stuff up, and you're going to have a whale of a time. Can I make a suggestion? Go for it. I say, if you're like us, and you're on week two, and you're already struggling... Um, and we said this last week, start cooking new things, mm-hmm. start trying new recipes. So yeah. this episode is all going to be about what happens when I can't cook. Because yeah. we get this quite a lot, don't we? Yeah. We get it from people uh-huh. who say, I can't cook to save my life, or it doesn't matter what I do, I burn food and all that kind of thing. So what we're going to talk about today is what it's like when you think you can't cook. Because it's always you think, mm-hmm. it's not you can't, it's you think. Exactly. And you know what? The strange thing is, even though we started a recipe blog, when we started off, we genuinely couldn't cook no, that we well couldn't, at we all. Couldn't. We really couldn't. If you go back to our first recipes, they look absolutely dr- In fact, go Google this now. <laughs> look up our peri-peri pork <laughs> with black rice recipe, and you will see exactly what I mean. It looks like... What was that recipe? Peri-peri pork with black rice, I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Did we not actually delete it? Have a look, see if it's still there, but if it's there, you'll see exactly what we mean, because it looks like... We have vomed on a black Wilkinson's plate. It looks... You wouldn't dreadful. serve it to someone no. who had committed atrocities. And you know what? This is going to sound really um, arrogant, but that is genuinely the only recipe we put on the blog that I did not like. Yeah, well, again, that's because of our whole screening process. Yeah. We never put stuff on that we don't enjoy ourselves yeah. because then it's not being true and all that kind of... Apart from that. Super- <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, okay. Um, so, when, the way that our 
like relationship works is that generally for the blog at least you mm-hmm. do the cooking yeah. and I do the writing yeah. because you're a very good cook now mm-hmm. and I'm I'd like Thanks to think much. yeah don't rush to say I'm an excellent writer or anything Jesus you're an acceptable writer wow fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming for the burgers that's all <laughs> I'm saying I um so yeah and that's the kind of balance that we have isn't it where and that is strange because before we started this you were you were a good cook. Mm-hmm. You were good. I am. It's weird how that worked out. How I became the cook, even though when yeah. we started off, it was terrible. Well, it's like when we first started off. You know, I was in love, and now I'm joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. <sighs> I am. I am. Um. So yeah, when when we first started going out, I I used to cook the meals, and you you were scared though, weren't you? Yeah. You were scared of cooking because mm-hmm. you used to say. He used to say, I can't do this, and I, I don't know how to do that, and what goes with this, and what goes with that. And I was by no stretch a good cook either. Yeah. But because I used to live by myself, well, except for Mary. Remember Mary? Oh, scary we'll, Mary. We'll come back to Mary later on. Um, I used to cook for myself, so I'd picked up the basics, but then you ran with it. You, yeah. And you enjoyed it, didn't you? Well, like Learning. we said last week, growing up, I'd, we didn't have... Well, I didn't anyway. Yeah. Didn't have much education about cooking uh-huh. and what stuff went. Uh-huh. So when I did have to move out and live by myself, it was all just microwave you and just, ready meals yeah. because I didn't know any better. I couldn't cook the oh basics. My God. Tell, what, what, tell me, what, were your, what was your... Um, what did you say you used to buy? Was it 60 sausages? I used to buy a bag of 30 frozen sausages from Asda. <laughs> Arsehole and Island Well, I was edition. dead poor at the same time, uh, so it was necessity as well. Uh, but I remember I used to defrost them in the This was my process. I used to defrost them in the microwave, uh-huh. and then I'd fry them in a frying pan with a spoon of mustard, and I honestly thought... I don't know if anyone else has got an erection, but... Yeah. <laughs> and then I microwaved some noodles, and I combined it, and I thought that was a, a, a pure gourmet recipe. Well, that was the limit of my abilities. You can see why then, or you know, when you presented me with that, <clears throat> how could I say no? <laughs> and we've never looked back. And of course, the first recipe I made you was always a classic. It was, and we'll come to that in a second. Yeah. But it's just touching on what you were saying there about when you live by yourself. I was the other way, though, wasn't I? I had a really odd sort of relationship. <laughs> it wasn't a relationship. So I had a friendship with this guy who we're still really good friends now. There is no way you're going to explain this without it sounding creepy. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to caveat this story by saying, genuinely, absolutely, hand on heart, you know, on Paul's life, because, you know... Because um, my life tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Paul's going to die tomorrow. No, um, <laughs> I had a friendship with a much older guy, and it would almost look like a sugar daddy relationship, except for the fact there was no sex involved, because he looked like William G. Stewart. And absolutely not Aww. my type. No, no, he was he's lovely. He's absolutely sound. Absolutely lovely. And he used to... Um, oh my god, can I just make something clear? I was 17, 18, 19 at the time. This isn't some kind of creepy story. It's not that creepy. Uh, and he used to take me shopping and pay for all my shopping and all the food stuff. So I I lived fat for years on that, didn't I? Did you suck him off before or after you left Morrison's? Uh, sometimes during. <laughs> no. <laughs> Walking around smoking Absolutely a pack. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Jesus, no. That's why you were smoking in the bike of Morrison's, wasn't it? I was definitely not. I was never smoking in Morrison's and I never sucked him off. But anyway... So I I was able to go and buy ingredients, new things, try new foods because I had some money to do that. So I, in those years, 
really oh god this sounds so wank i remember you gave me a sun-dried tomato and i was amazed oh you were weren't yeah. you so yeah okay well we'll get the first the first meal that we ever that you ever made and i apologize if you've already heard this story because i have told it a few times but it's a it bears repeating it's a great story paul's first meal to me uh, on our first date i say date i turned up we rutted and then we fell asleep uh and then he woke me up and said i'm gonna make you something to eat and i was like yeah, actually, I must get back to London, if I'm honest. Yeah, but anyway, he didn't let me go. And actually, uh, on that occasion, you woke me up by farting. Why do you always have to lower the tone? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> but no, okay. So what you then served me was potatoes mashed with no cream, no butter, no milk, no cheese, no hope, no flavour. It was smashed. It was was it a smash? It was a smash. Do you know it's the lies I can't handle? That's the thing. <laughs> Honestly, twelve years. I never in, promised and anything. The scales other. are falling from my eyes. But I didn't even know you had to boil water first. I used to add cold and then heat. I used it to add cold water Ooh. and then mix it up and then chuck it in the microwave. And then if you had a nice crust on the top, yeah, to but it looked through. like a discharge, didn't no, it? It, it looked nice. disgusting. I always liked that. I liked yeah, it. but I like yeah. That. Yeah, but at that point, you'd been smoking for like 25 years. Yeah, Your taste buds, was ju- it was just asbestos at that point, wasn't it? <laughs> so, and then he served it with mince that was just boiled mince, pretty much. Was it boiled mince? It was... Gently fried. Frozen mince. Oh, lovely. Um, taste of fish Which fingers. was boiled in a tin of chopped tomatoes. Yes. So that was it. That was that was my dinner. I and... still like it. I... That's what I used to get given as a kid. That's where I learned the recipe from. Love yeah, it. but that's, it's, it's gross. Anyway. So no, I still like it now. And you have to have it with a teaspoon. You have to eat with a teaspoon. That's mine. But then it's pure comfort food. That comfort food. Well, we've added For carrots what, and peas to it person? now. It's gross. No, I like it. Oh, good lord! Anyway, it's been refined. We now yeah. add a stock cube. Yeah, yeah. Actually, to be fair, it's one of our favourite meals now because yeah. we've added all the sorts of you know things that are supposed to go in there. Like we've posted the flavour. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Actually, if you want to look it up on the blog, it's Paul's perfect mince and mash. Okay, mince and mash also being our joint grinder account. <laughs> You'd be mash. Couldn't you? Your mince. Right. That's, that's fair, absolutely. That's no problem. Right, so the reason we mentioned the first meal, when we first started going out, Paul always said he couldn't cook. Mm-hmm. And what we did was we took the view of, let's try building up your recipes. Let's try new things. And we took a few years to kind of expand beyond doing a few basic things. Yeah. And then... Did we not start when we were doing Slimming World? We were so disappointed with how yeah. their recipes turned out, and it's no, it's no reflection on Slimming World at all. But they tended towards a kind of slightly watery, slightly underflavored meals. Yeah, well, not long after we moved in with each other, we started going to Slimming World. Um, so a lot of the recipes we started cooking back then for ourselves were Slimming World recipes from the books that we buy at class. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they were, I mean, some of them were okay. Like there's a, there's a few that we still make to this day, but yeah. a lot of them were very watery, mm-hmm. full of sweetener. Yeah. Um, weren't particularly exciting or to our tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is why we started Two Chubby Cubs. Well, it is though, because yeah. that's, that's one thing I think sets us apart without wanting to blow our trumpet, because I haven't been able to do that for years because my belly's in the way. Disadvantage of being a fatty, just saying. Um, one of the things that set us apart is that our recipes are food that you would actually want to eat, even yeah. if you weren't on a diet. Mm-hmm. They just happen to be diet food, happen to be good if you're on, you know, if you're following a slimming journey. And the book reflects that absolutely, doesn't it? Yeah. Where it's it's almost we what we've aimed for, what we're hoping to get, is a book that you would pick up even if you weren't looking for diet food. You're just looking for a good meal. Yeah. Because and our recipes aren't that they they're good for any time. You could yeah. cook them I wouldn't. They just happen to be healthy food, really. Yeah. But it's good food, but it's also healthy. But the key is, 
Paul and I are not chefs. No. We are not chefs not. at all. We're not trained. We don't have any kind of knowledge, a kind of food science beyond a general understanding of what tastes nice, mm-hmm. which you'd expect from two morbidly obese prior, morbidly obese previously, morbidly obese people. I've got a U for my GCSE food tech. Yeah. What did you use down for? Uh, Useless. Unclassified. Un- <laughs> it, it was. It, it means no grade. It's it's Aww. it's so bad. There's no grade. How the hell do you get a U in food science, food because technology? I only did two pages in two years. Uh-huh. I did two pages. I did a front cover. <laughs> God, the and then the next the page, were there, like, the next they? page, this is literally my coursework for my food tech. It was two sheets of A3. One was a front cover with my name on it saying GCSE Food Tech. Uh-huh. And then the second page had the word fruits written on it. And I think I wrote like lemon, lime, peach. That was it <laughs> for two years. <laughs> for two years, we sat in that classroom and we just pissed around. Was food technology the same thing as, yeah, we used to go in and make, oh, so why cooking. is it food technology? Yeah. It's food cooking. Is that the thing where you'd go in and it was like, we're going to make a flan? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So I remember making a fruit salad. Uh, we made a quiche and then we made cinnamon toast. Did you ever make cinnamon toast? No. Oh, so nice. We right. made shortbread. Uh-huh. Bread rolls. Uh-huh. Fruit salad. This is titillating. And um, I made a pizza, uh-huh. but I think this is the reason why we failed. The whole thing for the coursework it. was you had to make something new for the market. Uh-huh. That's why it's food tech, because you have to learn about marketing and production and all that crap. Okay. But uh, I made a pizza, and she was like, well, this isn't you. And I was like, shut up. But plot twist, he was actually in a maths lesson at the time. He should be a fucker. <laughs> I, um... And we were so poor, we couldn't afford ingredients and stuff, which I know is such a sad story, but it's true. Oh. I couldn't go to school with ingredients because we were that poor. You just go with your little bowl full of gruel. No, I just go around, just go across the street and smoke around the corner for two hours. Sounds like my yeah. sounds like my life now. Yeah. Um, I got thrown out of my food technology lesson, and thinking about it, it didn't even make sense now. So we had a substitute teacher come in. We had a lovely food technology teacher called Mrs. Johnson. She was absolute. Now, if you imagine a dinner lady yeah. of from from times past, that's exactly what she was. She was the nicest woman. Ruddy. She is the reason I like a mustache on a guy, because <laughs> hers was magnificent. But she went off ill, and we had this absolute monster take over for about six weeks. And she was one of these people who hates children and should never been in a school. Yeah. And she was the wife of my PE teacher, who also hated me. Who, who would hate <laughs> that gay man in PE? <laughs> we used to sit on the mats. Anyway, so... I didn't do PE at school. Well, there's a shock. But no, so she threw me out. She threw me out of the lesson because we had a little exercise. How this was related to food, I don't know. Where we had to decide what you would take on a desert island, and I no seriously, I remember reading a few months before that an SAS guide to disasters, oh, and one God. thing it suggested was always carry a condom because a condom <laughs> can hold a lot of water without breaking. Okay. So it's actually, yeah, I mean, you oh, could okay. take a right. bottle, but, you know, anyway. Yeah. And I put this down and I said, you should take a condom. And I was like 14. And she absolutely ripped me apart. <laughs> so it's not, not appropriate. It's not appropriate. I was like, but it is. You can carry water. Yeah. And she was like, and the lube? I was like, yeah, well, that's just <laughs> preference. That's because you were too busy trying to be a smart ass. I wasn't trying to be a smart ass. You should have said, like, iodine tablet. Yeah, I should have done a lot of things. But anyway, <laughs> so how we got into that, I don't know. So our food tech teacher was called Mrs. Custard. The poor woman. She had, was. She not. was honestly. She had no chance. Mrs. Custard. Mrs. Custard. The food tech Mrs. Custard, teacher. The tech teacher. Yeah. Was her first name Dis? I have no idea. Disgusted. Did huh? I tell you about the time I made the science teacher cry? Oh God! Is this what we want to be putting on a podcast? I'll just tell the of... story dead quickly because I thought of it the other day. So, um, the science teacher. We're in a science lesson. This she just couldn't control it at all, and for some reason, I have no idea why. Uh. 
I stuck a label over a plug socket and I wrote on it, Mrs. McGurk is a sweaty lesbian. I don't know why, because she wasn't sweaty. And I don't think she was a lesbian. I was like 14 at the time. And then, um, yeah, she pulled me into an IT room and she just asked me why I did it. And then she started crying and I felt so bad. That is an awful I don't know story. why I did it. Because she was a really nice teacher. And I felt so awful. I'm not surprised. I mean, you were growing up, admittedly, but that is... I was probably just showing off. Anyway, this is... That's really... So, sorry, Mrs. McGurk. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it. I was just being a knob. Oh, yeah. I'm going to call you to task on that one. You absolutely were being a cock. But you're a teenager. Make so, you're a teenage cock. Well. You I'll go. say the French teacher story for episode three. Can you not? Because <laughs> that's awful. Anyway. That's... I was a bastard. Right, well, that's uh, dragged that down. We'll cut that story, I think. <laughs> cut the lot, cut the lot. We'll start again. Anyway. Hi, welcome to episode two, <laughs> but I can't cook. No, so, when you, you know, you talk about your yeah, your upbringing and that obviously you, you, you weren't taught how to cook. Yeah. Uh, you feel confident now in the kitchen? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we never try anything too complicated. Yeah. And we don't need to because we're not fancy. No. So um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with where we are now. How do you how did you hone your skills? Since you are the cook, um, just by doing it. Yeah. There um, you go. That's yeah. it. I mean, do so it. much of what put me off was what I thought things would be difficult. I thought mm-hmm. things would be confusing, and uh, just by doing it, it's mm-hmm. fine. And even if it doesn't look nice, as do long you, as it tastes all right, that's all you need. It's not. Do you know? Magazine, is it? I think there's such a fear out there. Of trying something new because it'll go wrong. Yeah. You're not doing brain surgery. If it goes wrong, who gives a fuck? Because exactly. you're still going to get something to eat. Unless you do something catastrophically wrong. Yeah. And if that happens, fuck it, you can get a takeaway. That's what I did. Yeah. You know, if it go, if it, I mean, assuming you don't set your kitchen on fire. Yeah. Which we did. We yeah. did that one. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. 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 So, um, that was, that was a, that was a great night. I thought one of the rare occasions that I do cook, actually. You were trying to be fancy. I was trying to be fancy. And I blame Gordon Ramsay. I love Gordon Ramsay <laughs> with all my heart. I mean, that man is a legend and a joy. Uh, and he had a recipe for cherry samosas, which sounded amazing. Yeah. Um, so we went, when I got all the ingredients and I was making them on the hob and we were in we were in the we were in the apartment on the riverside at the time, weren't we? Um that plays into now, I'm not just showing off here. Um and I yeah, I put butter in the frying pan, whacked the heat up, and what happened? The whole thing went on fire. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew that fat would boil and go <laughs> So what I did I, know, I remember what I was watching some telly and I heard you shriek and I turned around and you're standing in the middle of the kitchen holding a frying pan on fire. What do I do? What do I do? I was like, oh no. So what I did was, first of all, just to be clear, Paul turning around whenever I shriek is why he's got a neck like a cement mixer now because I mean, I spend about 90% of my time shrieking in the house. Um, So I got this pan and, you know, sensibly... You would maybe throw a wet tea towel on there to smother the flames. No, not me. Ever a touch of theatrical. <laughs> Ran through the kitchen, through the living room, opened our balcony doors, got this pan, which to this day I'm fizzing about because it's a Le Creuset pan, wasn't yeah. it? It was bloody expensive. And I hurled it into the river. I would have won gold if I was doing the discus Olympics. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was like a firework. It was majestic. It almost it's, landed in Gateshead. It was that It was, that magnificent. Yeah. But yeah, so... Um, that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to us yeah. when I've been cooking. But you know what? All that happened there was we got a bit of fire damage on the ceiling, you know, <laughs> smoke and evacuated the place. Uh, it's it? fine. So yeah, if you're out there and you're thinking I can't cook, and just have a word to yourself because what could go wrong is the mm. question you should be asking. And if you've got our cookbook, and thank you if you have, you are yes, an angel. Yes, thank you. Yes, we should definitely say that. Give them a go because nothing in there is too complex. It's you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. 
And it's uh, as simple as that. Yeah, because that's what we wanted to do, didn't we? We yeah. wanted to do simple recipes because that's us. Yeah. Um, We're simple people. We're simple folk. We're not fancy. <laughs> God almighty. If I can give my... Do you know what? The one bit of advice I will give to anyone who maybe hasn't... Isn't much of a cook and wants to give it a go is take your time. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing I had to learn because take the time before you start. Read through the recipe fully. Understand it. Mm -hmm. Prepare everything before you go. Yeah. Because that will save you so much fuss in the long run. In the the long term. And also, um, don't try and rush your cooking. A lot of the reasons our things went tits up when we first started out was because everything was being burnt because this is such simple advice. The hob was always too hot or the oven was too hot. Yeah. Just turn it down a bit. Take your time. It'll that, work out. It's fine. That thing about prepping everything beforehand yeah. takes so much stress out of oh, it. Because you can, you nothing... can really pretend to be like um, Nigella Lawson with your little bowls and you can just in your head be like, right, you I'm love that. Don't you? you love I'm having all the little to the power. It's a great fun. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair though, there's a lot there's a lot to be said for it because there's nothing worse and you've got a boiling pan and everything's cooking and yeah. you're up against it and you're having to chop carrots that you've got yeah. a bomb stuff up your ass. It's, yeah. you know, you've got to get on with it. Do so get all that out of the way. Take the stress out of it. And then you kind of you know, what do you do? You stick a podcast on. Yeah. Other podcasts are available, but you know, you made the right choice here, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um stick a podcast on with some music and just make it like a almost a bit of therapy. Yeah. And then if it goes wrong, don't beat yourself up. Choose another recipe the next day and just crack on. And the more you do this, the more that you you, know, you make your mistakes and you take your successes, the better cook you'll be. Exactly. And you're never going to be a chef unless you want to do that. We're not chefs. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare now we make a meal that turns out shite. Yeah. And if it does, we still eat it because we're fat. And if you're cooking as well, this is going to sound really wank, but if you're cooking, you know exactly what is in your food. Yeah, actually, that is yeah, that's a really good point. Um, we... We are not the type of people who get fussy about, you know, oh, ready meals and stuff like that. We do like a good sausage, don't we? Oh, we love a good sausage. We love a good sausage, as you'd expect. It's just the worst. Did you just make a sausage yeah, pun? I did. Right, well, I'm going to leave. I've had enough. <laughs> I sent that to someone in a message the other day on WhatsApp, and they just didn't get it, and I was furious. What? Oh, the I worst. The worst. Yeah, because you need to say it with sausages. the worst. That's just the worst. That is the worst German accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> After my own. Um, Racist. Yeah, no, there is a lot to be said for knowing what's in your food. And we, uh, yeah, so as I was saying, we're not the type of people who worry about it so much. But you do feel better Mm -hmm. when you put better food in you. If you see your meal full of fresh fruit, fresh veg, fresh meat, Mm. you know it's good for you. You know it's having an impact. How many times have we said you always feel like shite when you come off the wagon and you have all this really nice food that you yeah. want, like your takeaway and your chocolate and stuff. But by God, the next day. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we had it where we're sitting, you know, three days after our binges and thinking, I haven't had a poo for about <laughs> four weeks because I'm so bunged up with crap. And it's you just think, oh, I don't want to say this because it's going to sound wank, but forgive me, everybody. You know, you only got one body, what you put into it. Matters. Make it good. Says the guy on 40 cigarettes and 40 cups of coffee a day. You know, I don't care. How many cans of Monster have you had today? I had quite a lot of cans of Monster. <laughs> Do you like Monster? I just like feeling alive. I, um... But if you are if you are starting off and you're going to get healthy, mm. it's not going to hurt knowing exactly what is in it teaches you. It teaches you like the basics as well. Exactly. It? If you know what's in there and you uh-huh. can see all this veg and stuff that's going into it and you feel yeah. good and you're enjoying it and it's nice, it's only going to encourage you to do more. And if I could think of a tip to give in terms of if you're just starting out take some of the pressure off yourself um 
So a lot of our recipes, if you look in the book, are scalable. Yeah. So if you are starting something new, make maybe double the portions because that way it's well, we could, it is it's called batch cooking, isn't it? Yeah. That way you're kind of taking the pressure off yourself on the days that you don't want to cook because you've got mm-hmm. something in the freezer or you've you've already made something, and a lot of our recipes lend itself to that, don't we? Because that's what we do. Yeah. Isn't it? Only do that if you have a lot of willpower, because we do that, and we <laughs> yeah. have never... I don't think a meal has ever successfully made it to the freezer. Ever. What You know when people say, service for? That's such bollocks, anyway, because... <laughs> Except for our recipes. Except our recipes serve... Yeah, actually, <laughs> our recipes serve for... Um, but I will say this, if you're you know, greedy, or you, you, know, you like mm. eating like God, like we do... Yeah. Don't be afraid. Make it for that. Make it for four people, but then have half each. Because that's what we do. And they are perfectly scalable. Our recipes, because most of them, uh, when we made them, yeah, uh, was half the ingredients. We've doubled them up for the book. Yeah, that's true. So they don't be afraid to cut it in half or double it. However big your family is, it it'll work. It'll work. Do you know that's though? Right. There's a lot to be said as well. I think you can have recipe fright. Do you reckon? Because a lot of people think when you get fright? when you get a recipe, it's following it and. To the letter, mm-hmm. the ingredients, not messing anything up. Baking is different. Baking, you do have to be fairly exact. I haven't got the patience for baking. Well, that's why I like it, because yeah. it's, it's more like a I science, isn't it? You've got to have the exact ingredients, the exact amounts. But when you're cooking just a, a, a chilli, you know, if you've got the different type of beans, use them. If you've got yeah. different spices, use them. Yeah. Something you don't like, leave it out. I mean, the, our recipes, at least, are there as a guide. Yeah. Um, the basics, you know... Are, are there, but if you want to add stuff or you don't like stuff, just just change it. Yeah, and that's how you find new recipes as well. It's how we find our recipes. Is that you know we'll take something we've made before and we'll mix it up or do it a different way. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if yeah. it does, brilliant. Make so, them your own. Yeah. Absolutely, make them your own. Make them your own. Make them your own. But don't turn them into a book, please, because I don't want any copies. Yeah, we, yeah. Send it Credit to us. us. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the blog. It's fine. It's all good. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. There you go. If you can't cook, if you're out there and you're thinking, but I can't cook. Yeah. You just, can cook. You can. Just start. You the only cook. way you will get around this is to start. Yeah. And if you mess up, doesn't matter. If you enjoy it, you'll cook more. And, you know, try some. Try our recipes. Try something different. Um, and your confidence will grow. Mm-hmm. And the uh, I will say, if your confidence is growing and you then mess up, just don't take it to heart. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Nobody got to their deathbed thinking, oh, I've had such a good life, I can't believe I burnt that quiche back in 1983. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Five years ago when we started this, I was one of these, but I can't cook people. Mm-hmm. So go back to our early posts on our blog and have mm-hmm. a look at our early recipes. Yep. And you'll see the stuff we were coming out with. Yep. And look where we are now. Mm-hmm. You can cook. Give it a go. You'll surprise yourself. And you'll love it. Yeah, there you go. I think that's done. Yeah. Right. But I can't cook. You can cook. Do it. All right, mate. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. You don't want to threaten people. <laughs> I want a cheese come down, so I'm getting aggressive. <laughs> right. So um, we asked people to send us their questions for us to answer. Um, we are going to go entirely at random. Uh, we are not going to pick any theme. We're just going to go for it. So, Paul, question number one, please. Do you want my babies? And this is from Keza from South Sea. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Um, Keza, I'm sure you're lovely, but um, no, thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a kind offer. It's a kind offer. We can barely look after ourselves. Looking after babies is definitely not going to happen. You're all right with babies, though, aren't you? I like babies. Really? I like them. Yeah. Why? Because they're cute. They're not. 
Babies like me. I think it's because I look like a bit like an overgrown baby myself. Babies like you because you've got massive boobs and everything. <laughs> Let's be frank. Same as me. Would you like a proper question? I was quite like enjoying that one. Actually. Really? Okay. Well, I'll give you a proper one anyway. Okay. Yvette from Manchester, Manchester, says... What the fuck was that? Are you having a stroke? My man Caxon. Was it? Manchester. My word. Okay. Oh, I'm out for it. <laughs> Sorry, Manchester. Yvette from Manchester says, Marmite, so wrong or the best? We're very, we've got very strong views on this. Okay, we have. And the answer is, and it's the only answer, and you can argue until you're blue in the face, anyone out there, yes, 100% yes. Marmite is amazing, it's isn't it? the best. Okay. We love it. It's great stuff. If you're out there and you think it's disgusting, it tastes like just just awfulness and also looks like something that's been shot in a nappy, which it's fair enough, I can understand that, try it on something other than toast. Because um, you put it on toast, it's like mainlining yeast, yeah, isn't it? It's, uh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah. but if we you... get that it's a strong taste, but you don't have to smear it thickly. Uh, oh, I don't like yeah, how that no, sounded. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you don't need. To put, yeah, don't put it on too thick if you're having it on toast. But also, stick it in a bolognese. Stick it in a shepherd's pie. It adds a very nice note to things. It is brilliant. No one ever believes me when I say this, but it's brilliant. And I think this is a Nigella recipe, so you know it's legit. It's just posh. Yeah. Yeah. Stir it into spaghetti. Oh. Really nice. Well, no, you, you, and you don't need a lot of it. You've sold Queen Nigella short there. How how could you? <laughs> Great recipe. I believe her recipe from recollection is spaghetti, butter, and a little bit of marmite. That's all it is. We um, don't recommend you add the butter. We absolutely recommend you add the Not butter. Not if you're losing weight. No, that's the whole point. Add a little bit of butter. Have some spaghetti with butter on. It's not going to be... It's not. That's not a terrible thing. It's, it's what we want to encourage, isn't Factor it? Factor it into your yes. daily allowance. Exactly. That's the way to do it. If you have it. But it, if you did want to try it without the butter, it still tastes nice. I would still recommend. Right, I am going to ask... Completely random. I'm going to go for Dolores. 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 Fancy. Um, Great Stephen King book, Dolores Clairbaum. Mm, um, yeah. And also a really good film. Dolores Madden from Manchester has asked, what made you decide to make Chubby Cubs on Facebook? Um, um, it what? came um, It came about pretty much the same time as the website. It was, um, we saw the, the thing on Facebook. It was a, a way to promote it, really. Yeah, why don't we just answer honestly, which is we wanted to promote the blog more yeah. and we thought it would be a good way of doing it. It's a great way. It's, it's where everyone was at the time. There was We were in like about 10 different Slim, Facebook slim. groups already, and uh, yeah, we want to start our own. We were a bit bored um, of seeing hundreds and hundreds of sins requests in the other groups. Yeah. It wound us up. There wasn't much chit chat. It was the same screenshots being shared and all yeah. that. So we thought we'd start our own one where there'd be none of that nonsense. So we've never had sins request in the group, and I think that's what makes it really good. Yeah, I mean, we just wanted to do something a bit different, which yeah. we tried to do. Um, we wanted somewhere where people could come from support as well, I which was different from the rest. It? it was that it was, was yeah, the main it was thing. Was to actually, yeah. You know, not talk about dieting in that kind of mollycoddled, awful, super sweet way. Just say, look, you know, yeah. let's be frank. Let's have a bit of a adventure, as it were. A bit of a laugh. And enjoy it. ourselves. Yeah. Um, and it's the nice thing about Facebook is, you know, if people ask a question or they need a bit of support, the answer is normally immediate. Yeah. And it really helps people. Yeah. So it's all good. Do we really like? We love the group. Yeah. We love the group and our Facebook page. If you're not in the group, please come and find us. It's uh, Slim World. Sin- Two Chubby Cubs. Uh, was it Slimming World Smut and Sass or something like that? I think we took Slimming World out of it. Did we? Yeah. It's well, anyway. If you type two chubby cubs into Facebook groups, it will will pop up somewhere. We'll put a link. We'll put a link on all the. All Although the there is a group on there that some we kicked someone out of our group because she was absolutely awful to other members, yeah. um, wasn't she? She was. She used to pick them up on grammar. 
and st- yeah, oh, she's like that man. It's one of these people. I who, saw it in Asda a few weeks ago. Did you really? Uh-huh. Oh, what a joy! No, but she's one of these people who thinks they're clever because oh, you should have used the semicolon. It's like, well, you should have died. So yeah. shut up. And we threw her out of the group, um, and she set up a rival group that she said was going to overtake. It's got 49 members, isn't it? Hasn't it? No, it's closed down now. It had about six. Oh, well, so, yeah, make sure you choose the right one. Um, I like our group because there's no sins request. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. It's a laugh. We yeah. don't take things too seriously. And also, come join us. Yeah, if you're, if, I hate using the phrase, but it's a safe place. You know, if you want, just be yourself, talk about yourself, um, and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good laugh. So, hopefully, you enjoyed that episode and it's given you a bit of confidence um, to yep. get out there and just start. As we've already said, our book will be an excellent place to start because who knew it's got 100 recipes in it? 90 of them are new. Um, most of them are very simple recipes yeah. that will bring you joy and delight. If we've encouraged you to cook something from this, and I really hope we have, yeah, then please post it on all our social media, tag us in it, let us see what you're making. Even if you think it's terrible, we don't care. We want to see it. We do love seeing... Especially actually, if it's our recipes. Yeah, we do love seeing people's uh, photographs of our food. Yeah. Um, of any two, food two any reasons food. two reasons it's really flattering that yep. you guys have decided you know that recipe sounds so good I'm going to give it a crack at it yep. and the other side of that coin is I fucking love looking around other people's kitchens oh yeah I God. mean goodness me some of you get yourself a flash wipe that's all I'm saying because good lord um, says also have you seen the state of our time we've got a good <gasps> kitchen we, no 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 that is not fair not fair our kitchen is clean the rest of the house looks like it's been you know raised to the ground and then built up but everything else is fine isn't it it's is that good. not really the reason why we took our photographs outside so we didn't have to clean the kitchen actually we take the photographs outside because the <laughs> lighting is so much better but let's mm. see your pictures get them out there post them yeah. everywhere at two tribute cubs facebook twitter instagram everywhere tag us let's see them let's see what yeah. you're coming up with and if you and if you have if you have been one of these people who are shy and you don't know what to do about cooking and you make something and it's success let us know let us know. We might even give you a shout out. And if you want 100 easy recipes, please go out and buy our book, <laughs> Two Chubby Cubs, The Cookbook. You'll yeah. love it. And it's we'll a- love you if you buy it. It's available in supermarkets, on Amazon, Waterstones, and all sorts of different places. Everywhere you get your books. Shut up. <laughs>